Turn up your volume. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast with Tony Marinero. Sports entertainment like no other. It's going to be sick. Brought to you by Essentia, the world's only natural memory foam mattress. Beyond organic sleep. Cherry River Hard Seltzer. Only 90 calories, natural flavors, and no preservatives. Now available in Quebec Grocers and the Beer Store. And Johnny Bootlegger's Whiskey Old Fashioned is both refreshing and authentic to the classic cocktail. Available now at Saks near you. Marinero, the sick podcast, following up on Mark Bergevin's Zoom presser with the media today. Boy, oh boy, a lot of news coming out of that one. And joining me to talk about it from the Montreal Gazette newspaper, Stu Cowan. How you doing, bud? I'm doing well, Tony. How are you? Very, very well. Mark Bergevin confirms the news that has been circulating for a little while now. Actually, going back to Nick Kiprios, but we'll get to that a little later. Shea Weber will be out for all of the upcoming season, and his career is in jeopardy. Stu, listening to Bergevin today... It sounds like Shea Weber's career is done. It certainly does. And boy, you talk about that man mountain nickname. Like he played 25 minutes a game, every game in the playoffs, 22 games with, you know, thumb, knee, foot, ankle. Uh, you know, Bergeron was talking about how the pain he went through and just what he had to go through just to get on the ice for a practice. And he said that Shea Weber's the kind of guy that won't take a practice off. It's just not in him. So, I mean, it explains, I guess, why we saw tears out of Shea Weber's eyes uh, at the end of the last game against Tampa Bay. I asked Mark Bergevin if he knew during the playoffs uh, that this was probably going to be the end of Weber's career. He said he didn't, uh, but he did know about the amount of pain that he was playing through. So for Shea Weber, boy, oh boy, they don't come much tougher than that. I mean, a man of very few words, uh, never complained about anything, uh, but you can just imagine the amount of pain he was playing through if he's reached the point where he can't play this season. And as Mark originally said, it looks likely that his career is over at age 35. It's the sick podcast. I'm Marinero. He's Stu Cowan. The show is brought to you by Essentia, the world's only natural memory foam mattress. Go to myessentia.com slash sick pod and use code sick pod for a free pillow with your purchase. Essentia beyond organic sleep. So sleep Shea Weber is going to try and get a lot of it. The plan is going to be to give him the year off Stu So he can probably try one more time. There's really two options, right? Either you listen to what the doctors say and the doctors say to repair your ankle and to repair everything. You're going to need surgeries. You won't be able to play again. So you either does that or he decides to take one year off, rest the body and give it a go to see if he can come back. So, but once again, if you're Mark Bergevin, one thing is for sure, you would think you're going to have an LTIR situation for at least the next year. Stu, I'm going to say it right now. If the Montreal Canadiens don't go out and get a right-handed defenseman who can play 22-plus minutes per game and be as steady in his zone as Weber was, they're not going to make the playoffs. I, I have to agree with you there. I and mean, As we were just talking about 25 minutes of ice time that, that Weber logged, who's going to fill those minutes on, on the right-hand side? And Mark Rougier spoke about this today also. With the COVID situation, it's going to be difficult possibly getting guys out of the States to come to Canada as a free agent with everything that's going on right now. So there's so many things going on. And, you know, Mark Bergevin today looked like, I mean, he, he looked like a guy who needs to go sit on a beach for two weeks. Uh, all the, uh, the emotional roller coaster that he's been through uh, since this whole season. Um, 
Yeah, so, I mean, without Shea Weber, and then Carey Price also. I mean, Carey Price is seen a doctor today in New York. Uh, he might need knee surgery. Bergeron said if, you know, he's not too concerned, but it could be a six- to eight-week recovery period if he does need surgery. So there's another thing. I mean, this is, you know, the Canadians could be a very, very much different-looking team next season. It could be a good thing, but at this point, it looks more likely that it's not going to be a good thing, that it's going to be a bad thing. These are going to be tough, tough guys to replace. Yeah, and, uh, you know Shea Weber not only on the ice, but as Mark Bergeron spoke about off the ice. I mean, he's the leader of this team. He's a dad to the young guys. He's the the, the leader and, and a friend to the older guys. Uh, it's just going to be a huge loss. And as you mentioned, you know he's going to take the year off. Uh, Mark Bergeron said hockey's the only thing Shea Weber knows. It's all he's done since he was a little kid. This has to be just heartbreaking to him. Yeah, and, you know, in the emotions of the moment. Uh, you know, right now he's probably saying, I can't do this anymore. The pain's just too much. I don't want to play anymore. Yeah. One goes on, and if he does heal, and if maybe, you know, near the end of the season he starts feeling better and he says, okay, I can play. Or maybe the doctors just tell him, look, you're not risking your future health. He's got, I believe, three young kids at home, Shea Weber. You want to be able to spend time with them and watching them growing up and being able to do activities. Yeah. I can relate that as a father. I'm sure you can also, Tony. He has more money than he'll ever need uh, in his lifetime. So this is a, a really – I feel really bad for Shea Weber today. I really, really do. I mean, a man of very few words, uh, not the easiest guy to deal with uh, from a media standpoint, but I have so much respect for him uh, for what he does on and off the ice, and it's got to be a really difficult time for him right now, for him and his family. Go to sportbuffshop.com for all of your officially licensed sports apparel and more. Use code SICK15 for 15% off on all of their items, and whether it's a Montreal Canadiens hoodie or jersey – and you have a chance for Shea Weber to have it signed, uh, get it done now because I don't know how much of him you're going to be able to see going forward unless he decides to retire in Montreal, of course. But we all know that Kelowna, BC is a pretty nice place to go back to. All right, okay. I have to, you know, I was thinking of when we heard this, and I'm not surprised by this, by the way. Nick Kiprios tweeted tweeted out back in February of 2020, Stu Cowan, and you know this, that he tweeted out at the time, that Weber likely would require uh, season-ending surgery back in 2020, and his career was in jeopardy. And it was a report that was denied. Weber came back to play shortly thereafter, within days, actually less than a week. And uh, a lot of people thought that uh, Kiprios was full of crap. I didn't, because Kiprios has over 20 years of experience under his belt. Uh, you know, he's one of the best insiders in the game. Obviously, he's very, very well connected. He didn't throw it out there just for the sake of it being thrown out there. Now, a year and a half later, I think it's safe to say that Kiprios has been proven right. Uh, I had him on the sick podcast back in the month of uh, April, I believe it was. And I added, Stu, that I had it on good information as well, that Weber was told that he needed to have it surgically repaired, his ankle. And if he did, he would never be able to play hockey again. But he just decided to play through the pain, and we didn't know how much longer he would be able to play through it. And now we're realizing he may not be able to play through it at all because he's probably had enough. Stu, you remember when they acquired him just over five years ago? Mark Bergevin was asked at the time, Mark, are you concerned with the mileage on Shea Weber? Because there's a lot of it there. And at the time, he said he wasn't concerned. But a lot of us, a lot of us then thought, Shea Weber's no way going to finish out his contract, which I believe had 10 years left. So now it's got five years left. And I guess we're right. Not going to finish out his contract. No. And you wonder if it's the same situation with Carey Price, if he's going to be able to finish out his contract also was, you know, going knee and hip. And Stefan Waite spoke after he was fired as goalie coach about all the different, you know, 
knee hip back issues that Carey Price has to learn to play through. I mean, Shea Weber, don't forget, not only all the games played in the NHL, you know, Olympics, World Cup, uh, he's played a lot of hockey and a lot of minutes and a lot of tough minutes. He's playing against the other team's top line every game, uh, killing penalties, playing on the power play. He's, there's a lot of mileage on that body, and, she, and you know, Mark Bergevay mentioned that uh, today also. So it, it's not shocking. I mean, you think back to that offer sheet that the Flyers gave him, that 14 years, I believe $110 million. What a ridiculous contract. I mean, you know, Nashville had to match it or lose him, and as I've written a number of times, when – Nashville traded Shea Weber to Montreal for P.K. Subban. They didn't trade Shea Weber for P.K. Subban. They traded the contract for P.K. Subban. I think the day David Poyle agreed to match that offer sheet was the day he realized he had to trade it. He just knew it. And, and now, full circle, now Nashville, if he does retire, is going to be on, uh, be on the hook for $4.9 million in cap recapture money until this contract uh, is over. So uh, these contracts at that length, at that, you know, we just see what happened in Minnesota. Uh, with Parise and Suter both being bought out of their contracts. Yeah. Long-term, insane contracts made absolutely no sense. That's why in the CBA they brought in the longest contract you can sign now is eight years, which I still think is too long. Yeah. Uh, it's a Carey Price situation. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that contract from the day from the day David Poyle matched it as GM of the Predators, he knew, or I believe he knew, that he was going to have to trade Shea Weber, and he did. Uh, speaking of Stefan Waite, the former Montreal Canadiens goalie coach, he too had joined us here on the sick podcast, you know, just over four months ago, maybe five months ago, whatever it was. And at the time told us that Carey Price has a lot of injuries, uh, ankle, knees, hips, back. And we know that he's had groin injuries. We know that at the end of the year, he suffered a concussion. He missed the final six weeks of the season, uh, played two periods with the Laval Rocket and then entered the playoffs. So I want to talk to you about Carey Price, but a, a shout out. Uh, the excellent photos too. centrally located close to downtown shopping and universities in Montreal ships to all of Canada, professional staff at the store and online to help you choose the gear you really need. Excellentphoto.ca. I want you to think of that photo of Mark Bergevin and Carey Price when they beat the Vegas Golden Knights and they're going to the Stanley Cup final. That photo of them in a, in a hug, in an embrace and Carey Price, uh, Mark Bergevin gives, I, I think Carey Price uh, a kiss through his mask there. Um, you think of that photo and you thought these two are going to be together forever here or until Carey Price's body can hold up. There was actually a chance that they would have lost them in the Seattle expansion draft, which they didn't. Mark Bergevin talked about it today and he viewed it as low risk. And if it would have happened, he had a plan B. Your thoughts on that? Yeah, as I wrote in a column this week, I think the bigger risk was on Seattle taking him than it was on Mark Bergevin exposing him in the draft. I mean, I don't think Mark Bergevin, the top of his list is I want to lose Carey Price. But as I mentioned before about Shea Weber's contract, if he lost that contract, I don't think he would lose sleep over that. I think that I think this was, as I wrote, this was probably the last chance Bergevin has where the Canadians have to, to dump Carey Price's contract. I don't think any other team moving forward would be able to afford $10.5 million uh, for a goalie who's got a lot, we talked about Shea Weber having a lot of miles on my Lord, the amount of mileage on Carey Price. And, you know, when you see Carey Price in the locker room, well, at least before COVID, he's built like an NFL tight end. He's a large, big man. Like every time he drops to his knees, that's a lot of pressure and force banging down. Yeah. He's, yeah. Not, he's not built like your average goalie, like a Marc-Andre Fleury, who's sort of built like Gumby, you know, the flexible type of guy. Um, so with Mark Bergeron, I mean, he hitched his cart to Carey Price. Uh, with that contract, he built his team around Price and uh, and Shea Weber. And uh, you know, I asked 
Bergevin in a previous uh, Zoom interview what he said to Carey Price in that hug. He didn't want to didn't want to share it, uh, but you know he gave him a lot of money. Uh, he's banking on him. But I honestly think that if he had lost Carey Price yesterday, uh, it would have been a bit of a relief to get rid of the contract, uh, and it's maybe a little bit of a relief that he didn't lose him. So I, I thought it was a win-win situation for Mark. Yeah. Bergevin. it was a smart move putting Carey Price. Uh, unprotected for that and uh, as I said I think it was more of a risk for Seattle if they did take him than it was for the Canes to put him on there and obviously you know his visit to yeah. the doctor today in New York obviously scared off Ron Francis along with the uh, five years remaining on that contract with the You're right. Stu, Stu I listen I agree with you and 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 not to diminish uh Carey Price's ability but uh, knowing that Shea Weber's career is likely over here and knowing that it's going to be very hard to replace him, Bergevin said himself, it'll be impossible. I think if Carey Price would have got picked up, probably would have felt like a blessing in disguise for Bergevin. And, and once again, it's not to diminish, diminish Kev Price's ability, but if we agree that they're not going to make the playoffs, if they can't replace Shea Weber, it probably would have been an easier thing for Mark Bergevin knowing, okay, Weber's gone. If Price is gone, then he knows what he has to work with. Yeah, and as I said, it, it's all about the contract. It's, it's you know, Nashville did not like Shea Weber. They didn't like his contract. Mark Bergeron yeah. did not like Terry Price. He probably doesn't like the contract that much. And neither, and neither does Seattle. That's why well, exactly. they said no. Seattle looked at the contract and said, this is not good business. I, I honestly wonder, though, Tony, how much of it was the contract with Seattle and how much of it was the health issue. Real, I believe it was the contract. I believe the health issue had very little to do with it. I, I think it's a combination. I think the health issue did play into it just because I think for marketing, like we watched that draft last night and like sort of like if you're not a, a big hockey guy, like who are these guys, most of these guys? Like who's, who's the face of the franchise now the, for Seattle? I don't know. Yeah. You know who's going to be the face of the franchise? You're Maybe right. Carey Price would have been. He would have been the face Hold of the Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Great point that you're making here, Stu, but and, and don't get me wrong. I think Carey Price's medical history obviously didn't help the you know, didn't help in the whole process here. And and obviously Seattle didn't like it, but take a look at um there there's there are things in common, right? Tarasenko, Carey Price, uh you know, Landeskog. Um clearly Tarasenko has a medical history. Clearly Carey Price has a medical history. But Seattle stayed away from big contracts. They did. And, uh, you know, that's they what did. they did. And, and Landis would it would have taken a big contract for him. That's why they, they could afford – they're the only team out there that could afford Carey Price at this point. And that's why I think if he had been 100% healthy uh, and after the way he played in the playoffs, uh, I, I think Seattle might have been interested. I, I really do. And I think, it, I, don't, I think it would have been a smart move by them, actually. I think it would have been a real way to – I mean – Carey's not the most vocal guy. It's not like he's going to go sell hockey in Seattle like Marc-Andre Fleury did in Las yeah. Vegas. But, I mean, just imagine how many Carey Price Kraken sweaters they would have sold today and, and what the, the, you know, the, the beat would be and the hype would be in Seattle about Carey Price, one of the best-known hockey players in the world, uh, coming to an expansion team. Um, and I think this whole medical thing, I think Price played it. I think Bergevin played it. Maybe we'll find out that uh, there's nothing wrong with Carey Price's knee. Yeah. And he's ready to play. And it was a bluff that Bergevin and Price played together uh, so that he could stay in Montreal. But I, I, there's no way Carey Price waves his no movement clause if it wasn't Seattle. Uh, you know, he played his junior hockey out there. His wife lives two hours away from there. They have three young children. I'm sure yeah. in the back of his mind, it would have been nice for the family to move out there, be close to the in laws, uh, close yeah. to the offseason home in Kelowna. So, as I said, it was a win win situation for Mark Bergevin. I think it was a win win situation for Carey Price also. 
The Sick Podcast, M. Marinero, sophistication event rentals in Montreal, live music, DJ sound system, tents, chairs, tables, decor, lighting, photo booth, TV screens, your one-stop shop for all of that, 514-570-5770 is the number to call. Maybe one day Montreal Canadiens fans can have a big party for Shea Weber and Carey Price because Stu Cowan, I'm going to make a prediction right now because I like doing that uh, and I don't shy away from them. Shea Weber's career is going to end in an LTIR situation. Carey Price's career will as well. I don't know when, but I don't see Carey. I don't see the Canadians moving that contract, and I don't see Carey Price finishing off the final five years of that deal. I, I just, I have a feeling it'll be an LTIR for him as well. I think so. Carey's two years younger than Shea, and he has more mileage, more like playing goalie in the NHL, and you know, just you no, know, go home and. Fall down on your knees and get up about 50 times in a row and see how tired you are and see what yeah. kind of care that takes in your body. Carey Price does that thousands of times, practice games, been doing it since he was a kid, a, a large man, a, a lot of force hitting the ice every time he goes down. Yeah, I'd, I'd be absolutely shocked if, if Carey Price finishes uh, this contract. And, and as I was saying before, those 14-year-old, 14-year, 14-year contracts, yeah, no sense, and eight-year contracts in hockey. I mean, it's a physical game. You look at the grind yeah. these guys go through in the playoffs. You look at Brandon Gallagher and the beating they take. I mean, I understand, and, and good for the players, good for the NHLPA, uh, getting the eight-year term. I mean, these guys put their lives, their, their bodies on the line. Uh, they deserve to be compensated and compensated well for it. But from a management standpoint, signing a guy like more than five years to me makes no sense. He's Stu Cowan of the Montreal Gazette. I thought that today when Mark Bergevin was asked about Jonathan Drouin, that he would say, I hear that Joe is doing well but I still don't have any news to report, and, uh, and, um, and that's it. Instead, he said that he and Dominic Ducharme met with Jonathan Drouin on Tuesday. Drouin is doing much better to the point where he expects him to be at training camp uh, at the end of September or middle of September and expects him to play with the Montreal Canadiens this season. A lot of opinions have been out there on Jonathan Drouin. I have to tell you, I thought he'd never play another game again for the Montreal Canadiens. I know the season hasn't started yet, but Mark Bergevin has led us to believe that he will. I thought that too, Tony, and it's still possible he has played his last game. You know, if Mark Bergevin is thinking about trading him, he's not going to say he's thinking about trading him. He's going to say everything's great. He's coming back to training camp. He's going to be 100%, which is what he said today. And I hope that is the case. You know, I like Jonathan Julian. From dealing with him before COVID in the locker room on a daily basis, he's a nice kid. He's a really nice kid. He's a pleasant kid. Uh, you know, I, I think with Jonathan Drouin, my thought of him as a hockey player, I think the game came so easy to him as a kid that he was just so talented. He never really had to work that hard to be the best player. And I think he, when he thinks he's working hard, what he thinks is working hard isn't what Brendan Gallagher thinks is working hard. They're two different things. Brendan Gallagher got to the NHL all on effort, all on desire, all on hard work. Jonathan Drouin got to the NHL because he's an incredibly talented hockey player. As I said, I like Jonathan Drouin. My dealings, I think he's a pleasant kid. I think he's a nice kid. Uh, I'd love to see him come back and play well. Uh, I saw a tweet today, somebody wondering about a line with uh, Suzuki and, and Caulfield and Drouin. I mean, if those guys are all playing well together, and as Mark Bergeron said today, Drouin did play really well when Dominic Deschamps took over as head coach. He got more ice time. He started to play a little bit better. Uh, then things fell apart for whatever those reasons are. We still don't know. Mark Bergeron didn't go into details about it today. Uh, but from a human perspective, I, I'd love to see Jonathan Joy come back and do really well with the Canadians. Uh, whatever was wrong in his life or his situation, hopefully he's got it together. Uh, he's still a young guy. He's got a, a lot of future ahead of him. Um, but again, Mark Bergevin 
keeps his cards close to his vest. Uh, he's a good bluffer, as we saw with yep. the, the Carey Price situation. And maybe his plan is to trade Jonathan Join. Maybe Jonathan Join and his agent, Alan Walsh, said, we want out of Montreal. Like, we can't play here. you got to trade. But he's not going to say that. You know, you go back to the Patrick Watt trade, the dumbest yeah. thing they did is they said Patrick Watt won't play another game here. Well, his value just dropped right there. Of so. course. And, and Drew Wayne's done it before, right? Saying that he didn't want to play in Tampa. So, mm-hmm. I mean, there's only so many times that you can say it. Mark Bergevin did say, Phil Deneau, he wants him back. Corey Perry, he wants him back. And Yoel Armia, he wants them back. Um, I think most people seem to believe that Perry and Armia will be back. Do you believe Phil Deneau will be back? I don't know. I think there's some real bitter feelings there still with Phil Deneau about that contract being leaked that he had turned down that offer last offseason. I think that really upset him, and I totally understand why it would upset him. Uh, that should have been kept confidential by the Canadians. Whoever leaked it, uh, you have to think it was somebody from inside the Canadians. I mean, it would make no sense for somebody in Deneau's camp to leak it. Uh, but it was leaked. Deneau admitted that it affected his play. Uh, he said he's grown from that day. He's become mentally tougher. I think there's a bitterness there. And, you know, with Mark Bergeron, one of my beefs about Mark Bergeron is he th- seems to take things too personal when it comes to you can't separate business and personal and if it was a canadians inside canadians leak on that a case of maybe bergeron being upset that he didn't take the offer i look back to the way bergeron treated max patcheretti at the end who was a really good friend of phil deno linemate of phil deno's you wonder how much that bothered deno and then he went through a similar situation you look at andre markov you look at radulov uh pk there's been a lot of bad endings in montreal uh, with Mark Bergeron as GM when it comes to negotiating contracts. And and I wonder if this is a trickle-down effect, uh, not only with Deno, what happened to him personally this year, with that being leaked about his contract, but also the way his great good buddy Max Pacioretty was treated at the end of his career. And he might just be thinking, you know, enough, I want out of here, I want to go play somewhere else. Uh, I guess we'll see what he gets on the market. I think a team's going to be willing to overpay for Philip Deno. I mean, he filled, especially what he did in the playoffs, after he shut down Matthews and he shut down... Vegas and he was a key guy and if you're a team with offense and you need a guy key face-off guy can shut down the other team's top player good guy in the room I I, have a, I really have a lot of respect for Philip Deneau as a player and off the ice so I, I think team, I think some team is going to offer Philip Deneau a contract that Mark Bergeron won't be willing to match even if he does want to match it yeah and listen I like Phil Deneau a lot and the Canadians don't have a player that can do what he does right now without having to sacrifice offense because I think Nick Suzuki could be a very, very good two-way player. And I think he is already a very good two-way player. But that would become at sacrificing offense, I think. So and I don't, you don't think Suzuki taking key faceoffs. At this point. No, and you know what? Uh, Jake Evans, I think, is really good and really promising. But I don't think he's filled a no yet either. Having said that, Stu, uh, you have Kerry Price's contract on the books. I have a feeling that Brendan Gallagher's contract may not be a very good contract going forward. The same could probably be said for Josh Anderson, who I think could have done a lot better in the regular season and in the playoffs in terms of assists, in terms of points, um, and in terms of consistency. So uh, I don't know if you want to overpay for Philip Deneau. It's probably not a wise move. Anyway, uh, to Shea Weber, uh, who retirement is likely, what a great career he had. Uh, I think the trade worked out well for the Montreal Canadiens, too all things considering, even if he has to retire, uh, to um, to Carey Price, who may be out for six to eight weeks. Um, you know, and um, guys, Cherry River for you. Hard seltzer, only 90 uh, calories, natural favors, uh, no preservatives, now available in Quebec grocery stores and at the beer store as well. 
Uh, I, I don't know. What, I don't know what Mark Bergevin drinks or if he does drink, but he sure looked today like a guy who could use a drink. He was, uh, you know, the, you just imagine what this guy yeah. done for. I mean, he's, uh, I mean, and then from a personal level, not just a business standpoint too. I mean, he obviously has a, you know, he, he loves Shea Weber. He loves Carrie yeah. Price. And to see yeah. these guys, what's happening to them now. I also wonder how much all this comes into play when Bergevin was asked his previous Zoom conference about his contract. And he said, I will honor the last year of my contract, leaving it up in the air. Is he going to come back? And you really yeah. wonder, you have to wonder at this point if Mark Bergevin has basically had enough and has told Jeff Molson, look, I'm going to go through the final year of my contract. I'm going to do the best I can, as I always have done, to try and make this team good, not only now and in the future, but it might be time for you to start thinking about who my replacement's going to be after next season. Because he really, as I said, he looked like a guy who needs a couple of weeks on the beach, but he looks like a guy who might just, like he's done you know, he's done this job for nine years. It's a long yeah. time. Yeah, nine years in Montreal is like probably 18 elsewhere. Uh, Stu, a cherry river for you too as well then. Uh, enjoy the rest of the summer, but I'm sure you and I will speak fairly soon because there's never a dull moment with the Montreal Canadiens with the NHL amateur draft around the corner and then unrestricted free agency. So I know you and I will talk again. We'll talk soon. All right, take care, buddy. Thank you. All right, it's the Sick Podcast. I'm Marinero. You can listen to us via iHeartRadio app and follow us on all the other media platforms. And now it's time to make a little money. It's time for Sick Picks, brought to you by MyBookie. You can place your bets on MyBookie. Go to mybookie.ag slash the sick podcast and use code SICKPICKS for a 50% deposit bonus bet when get paid. He's I run my bets. My buddy Cash, make me some, will you? What's happening, guys? Usually I'm repping my own run my bets hat. Today, guys, I'm bringing out the Astros hat because the Astros got the cash for us. That's right, guys. It's baseball season. We had them first five innings minus a run. They cashed. Uh, guys, this season right now, this next month is only baseball. We got baseball. We're in between all of our sports right now. This can be a bad time for a lot of handicappers who don't know baseball. A lot of you guys like to bet NHL, like to bet NFL, NBA. Listen, guys, I'm dropping a massive promo on my site for this reason. We've been doing MLB for three years. We've gotten pretty damn good at it. 150 bucks, guys. 200 bucks off my monthly price. 150 bucks. You're going to get all 30 days, all access to all my MLB plays. A lot of people, guys, don't know. They don't necessarily watch baseball. They don't study it like I do. They're going to be laying money on heavy underdog, uh, heavy, heavy favorites, guys. You're going to be laying heavy prices. It's not a good idea, guys. In MLB, even the worst team will win 37, 38% of their games. Hop on with my package, guys. MLB is a tough sport to handicap. That's why we got us for it. My free pick today, guys, I'm going to the Dodgers. I took the Giants yesterday as an underdog, plus 140. They cashed. I'm looking at the Giants today. They have a great uh, – I'm looking at the Dodgers today, sorry. They have a great pitcher in, guys. Walker Bueller. this guy is on fire. He's one of my favorite pitchers to bet on. 2.6 ERA this season, 10-1 and record. This guy's ridiculous. He's literally probably my favorite pitcher to bet on because the markets don't adjust the number too heavily on him. You get him at a good price. You're not laying too much juice. Give me the Dodgers minus a run, first five innings, guys. Dodgers minus 0.5 runs, first five innings. I don't like laying num- uh, big, big numbers with the Dodgers, guys, but you're getting this at a good price. The Dodgers is a heavy public team. You're going to see a lot of heavy public betters coming in on the Dodgers. I don't like to do it, but the first five innings, guys, you have a great pitcher. You're getting them at minus 0.5 runs on my bookie. It's minus 115. Grab that line, guys. Pick this bet. It's going to cash. Let's go. Shoot me a shoot me a DM, guys. Instagram, Twitter, my website, whatever. Grab my monthly package. We're going to cash with MLB, guys. We got a month before stuff starts really wrapping up. Cherry River for you as well, my friend. Cheers to you. He's Thank my you, buddy man. Cash. He says. Lay it down on the L.A. Dodgers. It's the sick podcast and the show brought to you by Essentia, the world's only natural memory foam mattress. 
I'm Marinero, the sick podcast. Until we do it again next time. And don't forget, double shift your best players. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the sick podcast on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. The Sick Podcast is brought to you by Essentia, the world's only natural memory foam mattress. Beyond Organic Sleep, Cherry River Hard Seltzer, only 90 calories, natural flavors, and no preservatives. Now available in Quebec Grocery and The Beer Store. And Johnny Bootlegger's Whiskey Old Fashioned is both refreshing and authentic to the classic cocktail. Available now at Saks near you.